Today's episode of Connecting Kansas City featuring some breaking news. Hi there. Welcome to the Connecting KC podcast. I'm Rachel Kilmer, also known as Rach the Realtor on the internet, where I love, well, connecting all things KC. I'm a metro area real estate agent, retired sports reporter, and mom, and probably too old to call myself a TikToker, but honestly, that's how we got here. You can learn more at www.rachetherealtorkc.com. But this show is all about introducing you to all of the movers and shakers, interesting people, heartfelt stories, and funny quirks that make this vibrant community home. So let's get right to it with today's episode of Connecting KC. I am so excited to share that I was voted the Pitch Magazine's Best Real Estate Agent in Kansas City. Such an honor. Super excited. It's my first time winning the award. So I had to have someone on the pod that has a little experience in how to handle this. I need like help writing my speech or whatever. And today's podcast guest is now a three-time winner of her category in the Pitches Best of KC. I would like to introduce to you Miss Lena Jones. She is the owner and creator of Graze and Gather KC. Lena was born and raised in Kansas City and her business was a pandemic dream opening in October of 2020. Coincidentally, the same month I got my real estate license, like we're twin flames, I think. Uh, It has taken off quickly over the past three years and continues to grab the attention of foodies in the Kansas City area. Lena, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. And congratulations. Three years in business, three times winning. You're crushing it. (laughs) Thank you. And congratulations you as well. First time winner. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I actually attended one of your classes a while back, um, not connecting the dots of like who you were, because I'm pretty sure I already had followed you on Instagram or I had at least seen your work, but I just never put it together. So how do people come to find you usually? Is it classes? Is it social media? How does your business grow? Yeah, my business is unique in the fact that our product is naturally photo worthy And so most of the time people are seeing a photo um, of some of our work and that's how they're finding us. So yes, Instagram is super popular, Facebook, all the social media, um, and word of mouth is huge for us. That's awesome. So tell me, take us back to 2020, as much as none of us want to go back there. What led to this business being launched? Why was this your dream? Kind of what, where were you before this started? Tell us the whole story. Yeah. 2020 what a time right Uh, I it's it feels like a dream it didn't actually happen um I was a nanny before I started grazing gather and I had always been that kind of person that I wanted to own my own business and I wanted to work for myself but I never found my thing you know so you know I wanted to own a bakery but I cannot bake to save my life and I wanted to own a boutique but just never found my right like my right, my right place. So, um, I've wanted to own a business since I was five year old, five years old. And you can ask my parents, I would make my mom pay me for spa treatments that I'm sure were awful. And I would make a restaurant and make them pay for the food that they already paid for. And so I was always trying to make a buck and always trying to start. Um, so I lost my nanny job in 2020 because of the pandemic. Um, totally understandable why someone wouldn't want someone else coming in their house every day. Um, And I was just kind of felt lost. I didn't know what was next for me. I had gone to college, but got like a super generic arts degree. 
Um, so I started, I actually ate a charcuterie board on vacation with my dad and we both fell in love with them. So it was kind of me and my dad's thing start. And so when the pandemic started, we always go out to eat, you know, for birth family birthdays and all that. And we couldn't do that anymore. So it was my brother-in-law's birthday. And I was like, just let me try. I just want to try to make a charcuterie board. I think it would be delicious. Let's just see what happens. Um, so I did. I made two charcuterie boards. I still have pictures of them. They were atrocious. I cannot believe that I made those. Um, but my whole family was like, this is amazing. We had no idea like you could do this. And it was my sister who really gave me the push to start and actually look into what starting a business would look like. And what has been harder for you, the like charcuterie side, learning and, and becoming an expert in that, or like the business side of learning and becoming a, a businesswoman? Definitely the business side. Charcuterie is nice because you can do it so many different ways. There's kind of not a wrong way to do it, um, which has been great for me because I can mess up and a lot of people don't even realize that I messed up. Um, but the business side is not so forgiving and there's a lot to learn. So definitely the business side of things has been harder. Yeah. Yeah. I relate to that as well. Like selling a house all day long, but like taxes and insurance, like, oh my Lord, it's a lot. <laughs> so what is your, like, what is it about charcuterie that like you love? Is it the way that, I don't know, like, I feel like it's so unique because it's like almost a social food. Like you don't just eat charcuterie by yourself, you know, like, is that what draws you to it? Absolutely. Our name is Grazing Gather for a reason. Um, charcuterie is something that you can gather around. And I like to think that charcuterie is an event in and of itself. So you can have charcuterie at your event and it's like its own little mini event because there's so many different items on a charcuterie board and you get to pair them with different things. Every experience is going to be different. Um, you're never going to have the same exact charcuterie board two places. And so that's what I love about it. That's my favorite thing. It's ever-changing. It's always different. Um, it keeps me happy in my job because I'm also never making the same charcuterie board twice. Every one of our boards is different. So it keeps variety and um, helps with <laughs> not feeling like I'm stuck in a rut. Totally. Have you had any, like, crazy requests from people? Has anyone been like, I want a charcuterie, like, shaped like an elephant or anything crazy like that? Um, the, only, the only things that I are crazy is I get asked to do adult themed charcuterie boards. <laughs> I, it's not my vibes. It's not um, who I am, but great for you. And I understand there's a market for that, um, but it's just something we personally don't do, but that's my craziest request. I don't know why it always like takes me, it just takes me by surprise every time. <laughs> So you're telling me that there's a business opportunity out there for anyone that wants to do adult-themed charcuterie. You'll refer people right their way. <laughs> Start a business, adult charcuterie, go for it. We'll I, get that, is, that is absolutely hilarious. I 100% I see it, though. Like, it's it's the, yeah. like, I can see, like, a bachelorette party being like, oh, well, we need charcuterie, but it has to be on theme. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Lots of yeah. Oh my gosh. I've seen uh, so many like memes online and like TikToks that are like people or like millennials love charcuterie because it's the grown up lunchable. D D false or false or fact? 100% fact. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where do you get your products for charcuterie? Because like for me, when I'm like, I want to have like a cheese board at home, I'm overwhelmed when I go to the store and like pick stuff out. Like what's that process like for you? 
and where do you go to buy it? Kind of pull back the curtain for us. Yeah. Um, we are at a really unique place as a business where we have enough volume and orders where we should be wholesaling our products, but we don't have enough refrigeration space to wholesale our products. Um, we can meet minimums, but we can't store the minimums that are required for us to wholesale. So I'm just like you. If you go to make a charcuterie board, you might see me shopping. Um, my go-tos are Costco, Aldi's, Trader Joe's, pretty much anywhere you would think of um, for charcuterie items. I'm there. I'm buying <laughs> Sam's Club. Um, but we also get opportunities to partner with other local companies, which is really exciting. We just started a new partnership with Alma Creamery. They're in Alma, Kansas. And they make their own cheeses and all of that. And so we are super excited because they're also on the smaller scale. They're really working with us as far as, you know, I don't have to buy eight cases of something in order to work with them, which has been great. Um, and then we get like the local feel, you know, local cheeses and they carry amazing jams and jellies. Um, so I'm always looking for opportunities like that where we can source locally. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you ever been to um, Green Dirt Farm in Weston? Oh my gosh, their cheeses are incredible. Yeah, fun story. I was like considering starting the business before I was like so gung-ho about it. My sister, the one who pushed me to start the business, was like, hey, let's just go check out this place. They do charcuterie. Let's just kind of see what it's like. So we did a little sibling trip, my brother, my sister, and I. And we went to Green Dirt Farm and um, tried some of their amazing cheeses and got one of their charcuterie boards. And it kind of gave me, like, the kick that I needed to start. That's so cool. Have you ever reached out to them to tell them that? They would probably love hearing that. You should. Like, I'm a three-time Best in Kansas City <laughs> pitch winner, and you guys started that. So congratulations to you. Like, <laughs> I should. You're right. So you said finally breaking into the wedding biz. Is there any other, like goal like I want to break into this area and and do more of this kind of charcuterie like what what do you see kind of building towards throughout in the future yeah good question weddings have been like the big goal for a long time um I would say continuing in that is definitely a big priority for me um it can be kind of hard because most people don't view charcuterie as a main meal for their wedding and so most of the time we're getting hired to do cocktail hours before the main meal is served and a lot of caterers don't actually allow you to hire out a second caterer to do just the cocktail hour so my big goal is to continue making friendships and relationships with a lot of the other local caterers hoping that they might start making exceptions for charcuterie because a lot of them don't offer it so it's not even like we're competitors you know it's um, a completely different service that we offer and we would really love to be able to partner and work with them instead of butting heads against them um, to where we can we can do part of it and they can do their part of it um, so weddings are still we're getting there slowly but there's still a lot of growth to be done there um with all the uh taylor swift hubbub in kansas city is that on your goal list like i must <clears throat> do a taylor and travis charcuterie party at some point in time <laughs> absolutely um i'm a huge taylor fan and a huge travis fan how can you not be um but one of my employees is the biggest taylor fan i've ever met and so she's a regular topic of conversation in our shop um we did arrows tour boards when she came into town for her arrows tour 
and we absolutely love that. And then I just posted um, yesterday our Chiefs board, which is red and yellow, you know, and then we added some little tailors peeking out around like the salami rows. Um, so we we here for the Travis and Taylor charcuterie biz. Um, <laughs> our biggest dream is, you know, when they get married, obviously, to do charcuterie at their wedding. That's the biggest goal just in life. Um, we, we love Taylor and Travis and as many Taylor and Travis boards as we can do. We are so excited to do this. It could be like a whole wing of your business now. Like, oh, now we have our, our Tavis arm of our business. So a moment for the manifestation for you guys doing the wedding reception someday, though. Like, let it be. Let it happen. Yeah. Like. Do you have any other like Kansas City celebs that you have worked with before that you want want to do again or that is like on your goal list of like I want to work with them at some point? Yeah. Um, so we got to do Mayor Lucas's um re-election, one of his re-election campaign fundraisers, and that was super fun. We always love working with Mayor Lucas. We've worked with a lot of other local politicians as well. Um, my biggest goal, and I know he doesn't live here anymore, but I'm still dreaming. I need to make charcuterie for Gary Lezak. He's like my favorite. <laughs> that sounds so so silly. <laughs> um I'm Gary Lezak. So if I could ever make him charcuterie, I would like I would cry. Um he <laughs> up there for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like that's really attainable. Like I think we can make this I happen. Hope, I hope so. Yeah, if any just let me know. Um huh? uh, but yeah, all the local, all the local celebrities, the local people we would love to work with. Any of the news station people or Chiefs players, Royals players, current players, sporting yeah. players, all the people. We would love that. I love it. So I just have to know, like, Gary's board, is it like his face made out of salami? Like, what, do you have you envisioned what Gary's charcuterie board would look like? Good question. Um, I'm not like... I don't know that I could pull off his face on a board, <laughs> but my initial thought is like his dog, you know, um, Sonny and Blakey on the other one, but doing like a board themed around his dogs because I know how much he loves his dogs. And so like doing a little Sunny portion where it's all yellow and orange. Um, yeah. Oh my Do gosh. I love it. Dream big, girlfriend. You know, <laughs> dream big. Shoot for the stars. <laughs> What is it with Kansas Cityans, though, and, like, our local celebrities? It's, like, it cannot be like this in other cities where it's, like, the weatherman, like, gets stopped in the street. Like, yeah. It's all the meteorologists. Yes. Right? Yeah. Stoked about that, too, you know? Why? Yeah. Why is it like that? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We're so weird. And, like, I don't know. Just Kansas City culture is, like, endlessly fascinating to me. Like, I'm, like, someone needs to teach a psychology class on it. Like, why we love our city i mean it is a great city but like it is so extreme like what other city would you be doing like kansas city i'm sure you've done like the heart kc boards and like you know like what other city are they doing like themed their city themed everything it right. can't be up <laughs> oh my pride i love it so great yeah it's so fun um is there a certain kind of charcuterie that you like besides like adult themes that you don't enjoy doing like like as the mass mass scale ones are those really stressful for you or like or like really small ones more stressful like what's like the one that you're like oh gosh I don't know about this one 
Yeah, it changes as we go. Um, when we first started doing the individual cups, those were really stressful. They take a lot of prep time on the front end and a lot of assembly time. So I would used to say those, um, but my team and I have just kind of gotten it down to where I wouldn't say that anymore. We don't dread those as much as we used to. Um, my personal one right now is those number and letter boxes. Have you seen those? They're like, like the number and they're really not bad. The hardest part is that it's cardboard, right? So it's not food safe. So we have to line it with, um, wax paper, basically butcher paper. And so we're having to cut out the shape of the letter or the number with the paper and it takes way longer than it should. And we just have not, we haven't mastered it yet. So <laughs> that every time someone orders them, I'm like, okay, we can do that. For you. Um, it just takes way, way too long for what it is. Um, yeah. Like the big grazing tables, the tables filled with charcuterie. It depends on the event on if those are super stressful or not. Um, and it just depends on, you know, if I'm by myself, they're definitely way more stressful than if I get to bring my team with me. Mm -hmm, for sure. Well, man, someone's got to figure out a way, a way to solve that problem. Like, Create, oh. create the template for the lining and then sell it to all the other charcuterie people in the country. Boom. I, there you go. I, I would buy it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, I'm so excited because you guys are going to do a couple of parties for my team this weekend. We have our client appreciation trivia night and we have a client housewarming party. Um, and I'm so pumped. So when like we reached out, we were like, hey, we have this many people coming. And then we kind of were just like, what do you think? And like for one of them, you suggested cups because it's more of a mix and mingle thing. And the other one, we were like, we have this great like surface. It's gonna be really pretty. How much do you enjoy like the creative process of like helping someone that calls in figure out what they actually need for their party? Yeah, I love it. Um, a lot of people, when they come to us, they have no experience with charcuterie before. So they're walking into it blind and they really don't know, you know, how it works or what what does even grazing table mean, you know? So getting to walk through that is super fun. And we're like completely customizable with our charcuterie. So it's also fun hearing their your ideas and your dream and your vision and trying to make that come to life. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, if you like are going to a house party, like it's a friend's birthday party and there's gonna be like 20 people there or whatever. I assume you're usually bringing a board what what are your personal favorites like if you're making your board for your people what's on it what's what's your favorite thing your favorite combo on it all that good stuff good question um i have stopped i've slowed down taking charcuterie to friends houses because i don't want to be that person you know um but i definitely do and they do request it pretty often um i like everything and that sounds dumb actually i take that back the one thing i don't like goat cheese and so many people are obsessed with goat cheese. And I just don't get the hype. Don't get me wrong. We put it on our boards because it's one of our most requested cheeses. But it's just not my thing. Um, wow. I Anchego, which that's a sheep's milk cheese. And it's pretty mild in flavor. And so that's why I like that one is you can uh, stack a lot of other big flavors on top of it. So my perfect bite right now, it changes, would be a cracker with Manchego with some prosciutto or capicola on it. And we have right now a berry bacon jam that's from Alma Creamery that I mentioned earlier. And it is to die for. It's got the sweet and it's got like a smoky from the 
bacon flavor. Um, and it's also got a little bit of kick because they do put jalapenos in it as well. So that on top of the manchego with prosciutto or capicola, so good. That sounds incredible. Like, I feel like you could just sell that, like little skewers, like just that. <laughs> love it. Love it so much. Um, okay. Last two questions are questions we ask everyone that comes on the show. And the first one, I'm really excited to hear your answer as a foodie. What is a great meal that you've had recently in Kansas City? Ooh, I have my answer so fast. Um, my boyfriend's birthday was a couple weeks ago, and we do date date gifts for our birthdays. So we plan a whole date for the other person, and it's a complete surprise. I took him to Lula Southern Cookhouse, or Lulu Southern Cookhouse. I don't want to say it wrong. It was the best experience that we've had. Um, he likes, like, Cajun-style food, and so we have kind of our regular places for that, but I wanted something different with a twist, and they do it so well. Um, so I got this – I wish I could remember exactly what it was. Uh, it was basically pot roast, um, but it was served on mashed potatoes, and it came with this onion roll that melts in your mouth, and it's chewy, and it's sweet, but it has that onion topping – so good so good and they let us sit at the chef's table which was it just elevated the experience completely um because we got to sit there with um a sous chef and he was making appetizers and making desserts and we got to ask questions and he let us try their apple fritters um because he was frying some up and it was so so good they also had we had an appetizer and it was a cheese fritter topped with crab salad and it's one of the best things I've eaten in Kansas City. Oh, wow. I'm sold. That sounds amazing. So good. That was a good one. That was a good one. I knew you'd have a good answer. Sometimes oh. I ask people that and they like panic and they're like, I don't know, like chilies. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Okay, last question. And this is very important. Where can people find you? Uh, you, your business, social media, website, all that good stuff. And what's the best way for them to get a hold of you if they want to talk about hiring you to do charcuterie for their events? Yeah. So we do have a physical storefront location. We are in Gladstone, Missouri. Um, we're on North Oak Traffic Way. It's 7650 North Oak Traffic Way. If you're familiar with North Oak, we're in right next to Aldi's, which is really convenient for us. Um, so we do have a storefront, so you can always come in and order. Um, we also offer lunch boxes that people can just walk in and purchase without having to pre-order, which is a nice little option. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Graze and Gather KC. We do have a website, grazeandgatherkc.com. Um, we're pretty standard across everything, Graze and Gather KC. So yeah, um, if you do want to place an order, our website has a order form and that's going to be the best way to reach us. Or you can always give us a call as well. I love the lunchbox idea. I'm always driving all over the city. So I am going to keep that. I log that one away. Next time I'm in Gladstone, yeah. I'm getting a charcuterie lunch because it's a lunchable. It's an adult lunchable. So it's it, it's a nice like, oh, I don't want fast food. I don't want fried. I want something fresh. It's a great option for that. I love it. Love it so much. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Congratulations on the three-time victory. No pressure. You're like the Patrick Mahomes of charcuterie now. You have to keep winning. So- <laughs> I love it. And I'm so excited to see your work at our parties this weekend. I'll be sure to post it all over social media for those of you listening that want to check it out. So Lena, thank you for being here. Guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.